So everybody right now, please welcome. Welcome to the Sports Fantasies Podcast, where we break down rankings, projections. Well, hello there. Welcome to the show, everyone. Do you love fantasy sports? And going off the beaten path? Well, then this is a show for you. Oh, yeah. Sports Fantasy with Miller and McCarty. Oh, welcome back. Sports Fantasy with Miller and McCarty, episode 70. We have Miller, we have McCarty, we have a surprise show that we decided to do about 60 minutes ago. We're going to do, you know, our pickle and some football breakdown. going to touch on the NBA and NHL, which I know most of you just drive your cars off the road at that point. But that's fine. We're going to do it anyways. Of course, we're going to start sounds, with the pickle. Sounds amazing. And we're going to start with headlines. McCarty, what's your first headline? First headline. Well, the big one. Uh, to me, the big news the other day, Christian McCaffrey, CMC traded to the Niners. You know, we're going to get into football, so I'm sure we'll talk about it later, but I was uh you've been hearing we've all been hearing rumors, I guess, that he may or may not be traded and didn't know how much stock to put into that cuz you always hear rumors about McCaffrey may or may not be traded and he he never is cuz why would you? But they did. Uh so I you know, in the fantasy part, you know, we'll talk a little bit about kind of that impact from a, a fantasy perspective, but just as an NFL deal perspective, I thought Niners, you know, look, McCaffrey has been hurt a lot. He's maybe 26 now, 25, 26, but he's still, if he's healthy, he's certainly one of the better players uh, in the league, but that's a big if. But I still feel like the Niners, a good gamble here by them, didn't even have to lose a first, uh, you know, so I didn't mind. I know they gave up a few picks, but I think a second, third, and maybe a fourth or a fifth down the road. I, th- I thought that was an okay gamble swing by the Niners. There. Yeah, it was a second, third, fourth, and then a fifth next year or two years down the road. Yeah, I thought I thought it was a fine price to pay. Uh, the Bills checked in on McCaffrey from reports that have come out of Western New York. Uh, they were only willing to trade a second no more. And from my understanding, that's really all the Panthers were getting offered was a second, and then the Niners came in and offered what they did, and that's why he is now a Niner. Yeah, I think the obviously the injury history plays a big factor there. If if he's healthy most years, somebody's giving up a first or two for him, uh, you know, a playoff team. But I, I understand why the Bills aren't going to mortgage the house on it because as little as they use the running backs, do they really need Christian McCaffrey? Does yeah, he really? I mean, he could be wasted. Although he could stay healthy in Buffalo because he wouldn't be touching the ball, you know, eighty five percent of the time. And to have him out of the backfield, another weapon for Allen. I, you know, you almost wish that uh, they would have thrown out a, a, a couple more picks to to bring him in there because can't hurt you. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm I would I would have been fine with it if they did get in on that, but I'm fine with them not getting him. I was listening to an injury expert or a doctor, I guess, who claims to be an injury expert, and he said that it's not that Christian McCaffrey is injury prone, but now because of the usage that he had in Carolina, he is now prone to injury. Figure that out. Take it for what it's worth. Okay, yeah, I have no idea what you just said. But. 
not injury prone, but he is prone to injury. <laughs> I mean, I heard you. I just, I'm trying to. I know. I, I, I said it again for the folks that are listening on the radio. <laughs> sir. All right. My first headline, Yankees are down 0-3. They're probably going to get swept. They might push it to game five to see one more game in New York. Do you think that this could be just a major changes coming to New York? I mean, you know, they faltered down the stretch or really the second half of the season. They were on pace to to be the best team in baseball and didn't play quite as well the second half. Uh, the Yankees are always going to make some changes. I don't think they have to do a whole lot. I mean, I don't know why you would change up a ton. I think they need to add a little bit of pitching depth. Um, obviously, they have they have the bats. It's been 13 years now since they've even been to the World Series. Uh, one of the big issues with this series is they're not hitting the ball, and yeah, you know they do. They have bats, but they have a lot of boomer bust bats. So um, that's that's right. what can happen. I don't have much else to say about that, but you know the Yankees struggling. Of course, in New York, it's a big deal, but not everywhere else. So, what was your second headline? Well, I mean, it goes right into what I had, not necessarily a headline, but I know we weren't going to talk about baseball anywhere in here, so I did want to touch on the baseball playoffs. And just, you know, you've got the Phillies and Padres going for the World Series. The uh, I think Schwarber just went yard for like the 13th time this series. They're up 9-6 now. Um, and then, um, like you said, the Yankees are down 3-0. Of course, the Astros are a – a big name team that certainly no shame in losing to the Astros, but it's been a little bit disappointing, not just because my beloved Dodgers are out of it, but because, you know, who really wants to see Philadelphia in the world series, unless you're from Philadelphia and just the, like Phillies Astros it does, is not getting me excited. I know you, um, Mr. Mr. Harper's president of Mr. Harper's fan club over there. Yeah. Uh, I would love to see Bryce win one. Do I think they will? I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, Houston has played like the minimum amount of games, I think, throughout this whole whole thing, right? It doesn't matter how yeah, much they're... rest they get. It doesn't matter how much rest they get. I don't they think just... they've lost a game yet. That's what I'm saying. Like, and so they didn't play in that first round, obviously, because they were the top seed. They went three in a row in the next round, I believe. They won three in a row this series. If they win tomorrow, they sweep that series. They'll probably get some rest because unless Philly wins tonight and tomorrow, and then that series would be over too, correct? So yeah. Um. So they're going to get a, a couple of days off potentially. I mean, I'm sure the World Series can't start too early because that's what all the sports do. But yeah, I think I think those dates are set in stone. So it does whether this series, are, whether these two series go four games or they both go seven, the World Series starts on the same day. Yeah, yeah. Like there, there's an earliest possible date and a latest possible date for it to start. So yeah, I mean it, they're going to both get rest. So I, I'll be showing for Philly or quite honestly San Diego, whoever wins that, especially against the Astros. Uh, I, I can't lie. I've started to, I've started to not hate the Yankees nearly as much as I once did. This team's not as unlikable as it once was. Since the boys have owned the team since their father passed, they don't talk nearly as much as George did. They don't spend like George did. They're building that team in a somewhat conventional sense, 
more like our, our smaller market team, quite honestly. And, uh, of course, Rizzo's there, which makes me like them a little bit more because I love Rizzo. But uh, Yeah, I'd, I'd much rather see the Yankees in the World Series in Houston. I've, I've had enough of Houston. Um, and then, of course, I don't want to see San Diego there. So Philly's fine. It's just, you know, Yankees are about to go out. Dodgers already went out. Atlanta out. Um, just kind of a surprising, but that's what happens in the baseball playoffs. A team gets hot, like Philly, end of the year. They were a hot team at the end of the year. The, mm-hmm. the Mets the Mets were flailing down the stretch, and they got, I don't, they got swept right out, right? So I just, you know, yeah, so, 162 games, and then just like that, you're out in three. It's over like that, yeah. Um, all right, my next headline, we talked about this a uh, little bit last week, or I talked about this team a little bit last week. We talked about our group chat uh, today. Uh, Syracuse decides to scare Clemson for at least a half. Uh, I put here, scares Clemson until they don't. Uh, Clemson benches their starting QB, ends up winning the game, then after the game says the starter will be back next week. Um, but Syracuse looks like they could at least be a little relevant this year. Which is nice. I mean, they had played an easier schedule, so people thought their defense mm-hmm. wasn't real. And then they stopped Clemson twice on fourth down, including a fumble recovery that went back 90-plus yards. So it's it's a little more fun when Syracuse football is good, especially living, you know, less than an hour away from there. Yeah, they played well. I mean, they, they had a drive. They were they had the ball on the within the 30-yard line. They're uh, driving against Clemson down 27-21 with about 30 seconds left, and they threw the interception around the 14-yard line. Um, but they certainly had a chance to win that game. Yeah, I, I mean, you can't be mad at that. Uh, that was at Clemson. You go into that hostile environment where they had won 37 straight home games, top five team. So I think any doubt that Syracuse was at least somewhat – this. Doubt that they were somewhat legit this year is gone. Not that anybody thought they were going to go play in the Final Four or anything. Um, but good for Cuse. Of course, you know, Syracuse has been in the top 25 before, and they could easily come back next year, be 4-8, and eight and uh, back out of it for a decade. So, well, Yeah, I mean, when, when Marone was there, uh, Syracuse was in the top 25 for for a year there, and they played well. They, I think they beat Clemson on a Friday night in the dome, actually, or they played mm-hmm. them real close. Uh, and then they always that, they always play Clemson closer for not always, but most most times they give them a scare. And then that and then that next season they they won I think four games. Yeah. Um. You know. So. All right. What's your next one? That's it. That's all I got. All right. So uh, I have. Two more we can do real quick here. Uh, Sabres out oh to a three-one, three-one uh, start, and they're winning one nothing tonight. Uh, Dallin just scored a goal. Um, I, I know it's early, but I mean at least they're winning. I'll talk about them later in our hockey basketball segment. But I wanted to at least mention that you know it's it's always fun when they're off to a good start. You know here in Western New York, and with the Bills being off this week, uh, the Sabres have been kind of the talk of sports radio here in this area. So. Well, it's always fun. Uh, like you said with the cues, it's always fun until it isn't. Mm-hmm. It's always fun until we fast forward about 45 more days and they're at the bottom of the division. Uh, I think they are going to be a little bit more competitive th- this year. They showed uh, second half of last year. They showed that they could be 
competitive, but we've seen this before from them where they come out and win three, four, five games out of their first six, seven, eight, and you start to think, hey, maybe maybe they're putting it together, and then again, it doesn't take long before they're completely out of the running, but they've got a lot of young players, um, some guys that are finally getting some chances instead of younger guys that would have been down on the third or fourth line, now up on the uh, the second line, like middle stat, playing well. That rookie there, uh, Peter, Peter, I don't know how to say his last name, but uh, he's getting some ice time. And he's, yeah, he's looked good, the 20-year-old there. Craig Anderson, I think he's like 49 years old playing. Yeah, he's like 49 playing like he's 22. Looks great out there. You got Comrie. Uh, they played well. Really good. Yeah, Dallin. Uh, I think it had scored. If he scored tonight, that might be five straight games with a goal. Like he had four straight games with a goal. I think the first four. Yeah, yeah. He scored. He scored tonight he, uh, to put him up one nothing. So uh, I got the alert on my phone that they they scored. So. Um, so it just it's a lot of young players. Uh, so we'll see how long they can keep it together. But great start. Uh, and my last headline is just uh, that Russell Wilson guy isn't going to play tomorrow. Um, talk about <laughs> the biggest bus signing ever. <laughs> it's looking like it. I'll, they picked Man, up Mark Ripon. Second highest paid, um, second highest paid quarterback in the league right now, and he is yeah. And then they got they got Mark Ripon's Ripon's son uh, starting, who is one to know in his career. Oh, that's good. I thought they were actually going to throw Mark Rippin out there. <laughs> um, I digress. Let's get into kiss or kick. We got to keep this show moving. I have to be in bed within the next, you know, 40 minutes. So, <laughs> all right. Go ahead. What's your first kiss or kick here? All right. What did I do here? I feel like I didn't. Oh, I was supposed to switch this and I didn't. This is, I, don't, I have none. Ready? You want to go? I'll come up with something. You go first. All right. Kiss or kick? McCarty eating a bucket of 50 wings by himself right now. Oh, boy. I, no, I don't. I'm not saying like at 939. I get it. I'm going to kick it, although I will say. I was pretty disturbed. We went to a place called Jonathan's tonight to eat, and I got a, I got a salad. But then I got a, it was pretty like a full size salad, and then I got a a, a twelve inch pizza with cauliflower crust, of of course, you know, um, buffalo chicken pizza. I did eat the entire pizza myself, so you know, after that, I could see, but no, I, I don't think so. Not fifty, and it. It's, this isn't the old this days. This is what I'm going to say. This is what I'm going to say right here. I will kiss him in the right circumstances. I think if it's, you know, 1.30 in the morning, we've been podcasting, hanging out with the boys, having a good time, I think you could do it. But that's just my opinion. I could be wrong. I've been wrong once or twice before. Well, it's going to have a lot to do on the quality of the wing, of course. I mean... Of course, you know, it's, yeah. I mean, well, yeah, if I mean, it's, I'm, not, I'm not talking about those wings you can get down in Tennessee. I'm talking about, you know, some, <laughs> some little Italy's finest up here, oh, here which literally doesn't exist yeah. anymore. But. Some Duff's, yeah, some Anchor Bar. Me some of those. Um, all right, kiss or kick, 40 being the milestone birthday. I would kick that as well. Milestone for what? Getting old? 
<laughs> my life's half over next next month, man. It's half I, over. Right? I feel like twenty one is more of a milestone. Maybe sixteen, it, even. It, it's <laughs> funny because because I would probably lean twenty one as well. Although my twenty first birthday, I wasn't uh, drinking at all at that point. I owned a house. I was married. I you know was working fifty five hours a week. So. Um. So it's it a different time period, but oh I would agree that that 21 probably be it. All right, my last kiss, kiss or kick. You know I can't do one of these without asking a Miller-McCarty uh, versus Blades LTG question. Kiss or kick, Miller-McCarty taking down Blades and LTG in a tennis match. Oh, tennis? Uh, yeah, this is what I have to say about that. <laughs> Hey, baby. We'd be like Sampras and Agassi out there. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Especially if it's, we, on the Angel- if it's on the Angelica clay. I was going to say, we used to have the old school tennis court uh, out there in Angelica over by, I believe it was Shadow Dancers, the business out there. Shout out to Shadow Dancers. Yes, sir. All right, did you come up with anything while I was doing mine? Uh, kiss or kick, you and I are going to get a game of co-op baseball in after this podcast there is a zero percent chance that happens <laughs> on this night only because right. i have to be up at seven forty-five my time and i have to be at a training at 9 a.m in which i have to recertify to be a lifeguard so that requires me to be in the water and saving people so i'm going to kick hate it <laughs> okay Kisser, I see you've got a a Batman. Is that a pillow behind you? It is. Yes, it's a it's a it's a body pillow. Yes, it's my son's. Kisser, kick you being a uh, uh, kisser, kick me being Batman, and you're Robin. <laughs> I will. I'll take it this far. <laughs> if you would like to be Batman, you can be Batman, and here's why: Batman's not a superhero. Batman is a rich man who has a very fast car. That is it. <laughs> wow. He has I'll no superpowers. This is, this is a debate my son and I get into all the time because he loves Batman. Obviously, the body pillow. Uh, shout out to Sharon and Ray. They got him this for his birthday or Christmas or whatever. I don't know. Anyways. So I could see you being Batman with, you know, the money and the nice car. And then I can be an actual superhero like the Hulk. All right. Uh also behind you is your Sports Fantasies Miller jersey, which, by the way, when are these sweatshirts coming? When are we ordering these sweatshirts? And uh, kiss or kick, Von Miller, looking like the best um, off-season acquisition for, for any team in the league right now. Um, this might be a little homerish, but I'm going to kiss that. Uh, there were a lot of great off-season acquisitions, although Russell Wilson wasn't one of them. But Vaughn has looked very good. He's been a difference maker. He played a lot of snaps last week. I'm glad that we have this week off so he can be well-rested for Green Bay next week. And we will go from there. I, I like that. You know, that was very good You come up with, with those three on the fly. Let's get right into our uh, odds are and three we love. So what are the three you love? Three I love. Looking at some... Uh, Sunday football lines again here. First one, the Packers 
minus four and a half against the Commanders. Uh, I love it. As much as I don't care for the Packers offense right now, uh, Heineke, I believe, is going to be out there for Commanders. They should cover that. That, that was also my first one. What's your second one? My number two, my boys, the J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 minus one and a half against Mark, Rip- Mark Rippin and the Broncos. Give it to me. That was my number three, but also on my let's, list. Let's see if we can go three for three here. We might. Number one, they were your team last week. I haven't been on them. Now I'm on it, baby. The Giants plus three versus the Jags. I like that. Uh, that was not my third, although it was close to my third. I like uh, another game a little bit more than that. Uh, I took the Dak-led Dallas Cowboys at minus six and a half versus Detroit. I think this is going to be a statement game all around. I think you're going to see Dak play well. I I am all over the Cowboys and their players this week when it comes to fantasy as well. So give me some Dallas minus six and a half versus Detroit. Okay. Uh, what are the two that you don't like or that we hate? The first one, Patriots minus seven and a half versus the Bears. Justin Fields is going to have his coming up party. He's, they're going to roll over the Patriots, or at least cover. <laughs> I don't think they're going to roll over the Patriots, but I think they will cover. Uh, that was also one of mine. What was your second one? Second one, I, I didn't. I don't love this all the way around, uh, but it's actually the Bengals minus six and a half against the Falcons. I just see uh, Cincinnati has been underwhelming. Uh, Atlanta has shown they can hang with teams for whatever reason this year. I see this being like a three-point game, three to five-point Cincinnati win. Um, that was my honorable mention here. Uh, my second one is Miami minus seven and a half versus Pittsburgh. I just don't love that number. Uh, I know two is back. He is I, back. Know, I know that they looked good, but Pittsburgh's coming off a, a pretty big win themselves against, you know, the person we thought was Asia's Tom Brady. Oh, wait. Sabres, Alex T scores a goal. They're up 2 nothing on the Canucks right now. Oh, uh, yeah. Chris. Next are a bad team, but I'll take it. Hey, gotta gotta beat the bad team. So, so that ends our pickle. It was a very nice short pickle. We'll be back after a couple of minutes to do the NFL. Episode 70, jumping to segment one here. Um, we are going to go into the NFL. So we'll go top three games, five stars, five sits. Kiss or kick. We forgot to do the top seven. We'll do that next week. Sounds amazing. Yeah, I'm sure it will be. We were just talking about the energy level on the show is through the roof. I've never been so excited before. <laughs> All right, Woo. so uh, Woo. what is your top Woo. three games? Let's go 3-3, three, 2-2, three, two, two, one, one. We'll go ping-pong style. All right, ping-pong. Reminds me of the times I just beat everybody down in ping-pong. First one, top three games. I'll tell you what, this were some slim pickings I felt like this week. with a It was real struggle. Real struggle here, so... I mean, number three, I'm going Colts Titans just because hey, they're three, three and two, or three, two and one, and maybe it'll mean something at the end of the year. All right. So for number three, what I did is I went uh, Buffalo KC from last week. I'm just going to rewatch <laughs> that. 
<laughs> All right, I'm kidding. I didn't actually do that. I thought it'd be funny to say. Uh, my like number that. three is Jags versus Giants. Okay. My okay. number two, I'm going to go into that. I know we said we go back and forth here, but my number two is Colts versus Titans. So since you just mentioned that, I'll mention that here. Again, it could be for the division lead and could matter at the end. So I threw that in there. All right, my number two, it's just on name alone. It's Browns-Ravens. Those games end up being entertaining sometimes, so why not? Browns-Ravens. Why not? It, um, it's If Deshaun Watson was playing, that would probably be on my list as well, but he's not. Yes, they, they still have uh, Jacoby Brissett, so that would not make my list. Uh, what was your number one? Uh, it's got to be everybody's number one. It's the only great game. Chiefs-Niners, CMC in town. Chiefs coming off that loss should be a good game. I expect the Chiefs to win, but close game. My number one is also involving Kansas City, but it's the Bills Chiefs from last year when they lost in the playoffs. The Bills <laughs> lost in the playoffs. <laughs> no, it's, torture yourself it's, that. it's Kansas City. It's San Francisco. <laughs> uh, so, all right, let's get into five starts. Um, give me – Three of your starts, any order you want, sir. All right, real big names here. The first one, CMC got shipped out of town. Give me a little, I think it's Deontay Foreman. Uh, I know he'll split a little bit with LTG's boy, Chubba Hubbard. Uh, but Foreman last year filled in a lot, uh, a lot of weeks when Derrick Henry was out, had 300-yard um, rushing weeks. Of course, much better offensive line he was running behind than in uh, Carolina, but I think he's a guy you can throw out there. Probably even uh, a better quarterback in Tennessee. <laughs> uh, Lazard, uh, if you're not playing him, it's time to start playing him. He does seem to be Rogers' main target right now. Not going to give you huge numbers, um, but he seems to have a pretty safe floor right now. I think he has four touchdowns as well in seven weeks. And the third one, uh, looks like the commanders are going to give Brian Robinson a little bit of a shot to see what he's got here as, as their RB1. He got maybe 17 touches last week. Um, so again, these are, these are kind of some, uh, not guys you're throwing out as your, your top end running back or wide receiver, but maybe a flex play. Interesting choice of word there, but, uh, we'll move on. Um, so my first start, uh, Natty Ice. <laughs> wait a second. Wait a second. Okay. <laughs> I got it. Okay. Uh, my apologies. There no pun intended there. There was no, no ill will on my comments. <laughs> But I now understand your reaction thinking back on it. But yeah. Uh, anyways, I digress. Uh, Matty Ice, Matty Ryan playing against uh, the Titans. He had a good game against him the last time they met up. I would definitely start Matt Ryan tomorrow. Uh, the Colts are coming in pretty healthy as well. Uh, yeah, big week two, last week, right? Yeah, yeah. He's had a couple of, of decent weeks um, when they've been close to fully healthy. And last week, Tower didn't even play. My yeah. number two is a is a guy that you like to uh, toot his horn all the time. It is Travis Adian. Uh, I, I think he's due for a, a, a good week this week against the Giants. Yes. Uh, and my my third one here is Robert Tunyon. So uh, another Packer, oh. um, a guy that I think can outscore Lazard most weeks if he gets in the end zone. But he is going to be a little more touchdown dependent than Lazard because Lazard will definitely get more more receptions in your PPR leagues. Yeah. So, where did you go for your last two, sir? 
All right, the first one's had a couple of down weeks, but now that the whatever's unfolding with Elijah Moore um, in New Jersey, uh, give me some Garrett Wilson again. Uh, again, Zach's going to have to throw the ball to somebody, so it's going to be him or Corey Davis. And my number one is uh, – I, I I didn't even write his name down. It's a guy on the Rams. He's a wide receiver. He's kind of filling that Cooper Cup role from last year. Uh He's had he's had four or five catches, four, five, six catches the last, last really four, with an S, right? Yeah. Last four or five weeks, he's given you around ten points plus. So again, uh, a guy you're not overly excited about, but there are some teams with buys this week. So if you need to fill in that flex spot or a wide receiver three, I'm okay doing that with him. Okay, giving the Rams guy some love. Yeah, just go to your uh, your free agent pool and type in Rams guy. <laughs> you, they'll know what you're talking about. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, this is a high-quality show. The energy level is high. It's really not. It's bad. It's bad all around. All right, so my, my top two are kind of obvious, but maybe not at the same time. You got a guy coming off injury, been hurt a couple of times the last couple of years. It's Dak Prescott. And, of course, I'm going to pair that with Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup's had some down weeks with Cooper Rush, but most of the Dallas team had down weeks with Cooper Rush, although Dallas itself played very well. Uh, I'm going to go Dak. I'm going to go Gallup. I'm not afraid of Dak coming off this injury. I said earlier I think he has something to prove, and he's going to prove it. That's why I put him in my top three loves for the odds are. Giddy up, Gallup. Let's go, baby. Now we got to go over to the five sits. I'll give you my first three here. Uh, number five, Kareem Hunt. He's become very touchdown dependent. Yeah. They've started giving the ball to Chubb on a more regular basis. So uh, until he proves that he can score in other way, ways besides just getting in the end zone, I think you have to sit Hunt. Um, number four, DJ Moore. This guy. He goes, <laughs> he goes from Cam Newton when Cam was – just, you know, playing at a pretty high level, to Cam Newton not playing at a high level, to Sam Darnold, to Baker Mayfield, to P.J. Walker, I think. <laughs> it's it's bad. And yeah. now there's no McCaffrey. Or Robbie Anderson. And, and, and no wide receiver to take any so pressure they, off him. He's going to be triple teamed. <laughs> yeah, they might just put three guys on D.J. Moore. Um, my next guy is a guy who would probably benefit from having Matty Ice there, but he's not there. So Kyle Pitts is a sit again this week for me. Um, yeah. Where did you go for your first three sits? All right. I should have listened to you a long time ago. You're sitting Antonio Gibson. He stinks. My next one, uh, I would sit Elijah Moore, you know, especially since he's not playing. Uh, I'm probably going to sit him as long as he's out of the lineup. But – when he comes over to Buffalo in that trade for Khalil Shakir, then you're going to start him. My, I wouldn't trade Shakir for him straight up. Oh, stop it! No, that's hogwash. You know, nope, it. no, I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't like that's those. a trash I, take. I don't like those diva wide receivers. You, you remember that trash. when we tried to get Antonio Brown? He refused to come. Yeah, the Bills got good, so no. Yeah, and Antonio Brown's doing well out here. So, uh. <laughs> My number three is um, this isn't even a, a sit. Tr- trade Elijah Mitchell and do it do it immediately. 
Uh, don't do not start him, especially since he's on injured reserve. But also go ahead and trade him because his his short. <laughs> I loved. I was so excited about Elijah Mitchell this year, and here comes CMC, the the trophy horse trotting in, ready yes. to take over. McCarty broke the news to me that CMC was traded to the Niners by saying Elijah Mitchell's stock has been diminished. It's plummeted. Yeah. And it's over. I, I instantly responded to McCarty though, until CMC gets hurt and then Elijah Mitchell. Well, Elijah's going to be hurt too. They'll be hurt together. All right. So my last two sets is uh, a guy that I actually like and, and have for a while but I don't think it's it's time to, to, to start him this week, and that's Trevor Lawrence playing against that that, uh, that Giants team, that New Jersey Giants team. All right. And my last sit for this week is Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Um, I think you can find better options to start all around. Okay. Yeah, he, he has not been good. My number two, um, drop Tyson Davis-Price if he's on your <laughs> roster. Because CMC is in town, and maybe you didn't hear. Maybe we haven't talked about that yet. Drop it. My number one, um, trade Jeff Wilson. If Jeff Wilson is in your lineup, you might have an owner out there that hasn't heard the news yet. Throw him out there for a third to every team in your league and see if somebody takes that. That's, uh, maybe, that's my advice. Maybe Nelson will take him. <laughs> Nelson's up to, uh, up to date. I, I, do have to, I do have to call you out for a second. You One of your starts was our wide receiver friend from the Rams. And the Rams are on by this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, look, this is what you, when you, when you text me an agenda 30 minutes before the show. <laughs> His name, by the way, is Ben Iskourneck. Oh, Even better. So look, <laughs> you go out there and you pick him up this week uh, because he's on by. Nobody's going to be touching him. But go ahead and get it. Just get him now. Before everybody's okay. looking. <laughs> All right. Kiss or kick time. NFL kiss or kick. Did you do these or is it just me? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did these. All right. What, what's your number three? We'll ping pong back and forth. All right. Kiss or kick. The Rams secretly have a game this week that nobody knows about. <laughs> no, I went quarter, I quarterback heavy here. So Geno Smith is currently... Uh, ranked QB seven in terms of fantasy. Kiss or kick a top twelve finish for Gino. I love it. This is why I love it because uh, our friend Bacon, Dylan, Noah, whatever we want to call him these days, uh, he had Gino and Drew Lock in our two QB league. Dropped them both, so I immediately went and picked them both up. Uh, Gino is starting for me this week while Josh Allen's on by, and then he'll start for me next week when Patrick Mahomes is on by. And hopefully, I never have to start him again. But just in case I do, I I love and kiss the fact that he will be a top twelve quarterback. Yes. Yeah. All right. Am I doing all three? Is that what you said? No. uh, Ping pong. Or ping pong. Oh, sorry. Ping pong. Kiss or I mean, although seeing my ping pong skills versus yours, it really was you serving it, me missing you serving it. Anyways. All right. Kiss or kick? Aaron Rodgers being closer to the to twenty through thirty two as far as fantasy QBs go than a top twenty fantasy QB. Mm, not dynasty, but just no fantasy season in general. We just talking this year, or like yeah, most like, years I, until I, he I retires. Mean, I mean, I mean, if we if we made it a dynasty question, I think it's a, an easy kiss. 
I think talking just this year, which right now he's sitting at about 16. I was going to make it 15, but I thought that make it an easy kiss. Um, so I, I left it at 20. Well, he just has to finish top 20? <sighs> yep. I'll kiss that. Sure. I mean, I, I feel like he can't get much worse than he's been, and he's sitting at 16. So, Well, he, he, he does get to play the Bills in Orchard Park next week on Halloween Eve. Ooh, so it might get a about, little worse. But. I forgot about that game. That's going to be fun. All right. What's your second one, sir? Uh, right behind Geno Smith, QB8 is Justin Herbert. Kiss or kick top five finish this year for him. Oh, yeah. I, I so. love it. Uh, Keenan Allen's missed five games in a row. Yeah. Uh, he might miss this week. Um, when Keenan Allen comes back and they're closer to fully healthy, uh, Herbert will be fine. Now, if Keenan, for some reason, misses the whole season, that's a little bit different. That's a bigger concern. It might not happen, but I he'll be top, I guess. I just saw an alert that uh, DeAndre Swift is out now tomorrow, too, so that helps your helps your Cowboys-Lions spread there. Yeah, I agree. Uh, my second one, kiss or kick. Uh, Christian McCaffrey making the 49ers a Super Bowl contender. Uh, yeah, because I think they already could be considered a Super Bowl contender, and then they're they're going to use him. I mean, they run the ball. I mean, Jeff Wilson has been pretty good filling in for Elijah Mitchell, and that's that's the Niners system. No matter who you plug in there, um, they take average running backs and make them have good good numbers. So I just I think McCaffrey is going to again health dependent. Uh, but if he's healthy, I think he's he's week after week is going to be the RB one. So you don't think this is a, a, a Russell Westbrook to Lakers situation where suddenly he's not going to be good? I'm kidding, of course. All right, what's your last one? <laughs> now he may, depending on they don't throw the ball a ton to wide receivers, so he's going to you know fantasy wise he's going to lose some of those. He's not going to have that 90 reception season that he um, did in Carolina, but. Last one, Trevor Lawrence is right now a QB at QB 10. Kiss or kick him with a top five finish in the next three years? I'm going to kick it, and it has nothing to do with Trevor Lawrence. But Allen, Mahomes, Herbert are going to be in the top five every year. Um, Someone like Kyler can easily be in the top five. As bad as, as bad as Kyler's been, he's QB6 right now. Yeah, Just I mean. Because of the rushing yards he gets. Yeah, I don't think it's a guarantee that Lawrence A has the players around him to get him to a top five with the way the NFL is set up right now. I mean, have seen a, 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 Mahomes and Herbert are going to be in the top five as long as they're healthy. Have seen a lot of improvement this year, though, from Lawrence, which is good to see. I think he is going to end up being a pretty good quarterback. I think so, too. And I think Doug Peterson's the right guy to coach him. Yeah. Uh, my last one, kiss or kick J.K. Dobbins being a bust, especially in fantasy. With the news breaking today, he's out for six weeks. I mean, I like Dobbins, but at this point, I think I got to kiss that, not just for this year, but dynasty. I'm not sure if, it's, if that's how you meant it, but definitely, yeah, yeah, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely this year, he's not going to reach his draft stock because he's, he's out for the next, you know, you say 
four to six weeks. It's probably minimum six weeks. Um, and he he's only had he hasn't had I want to say maybe one or two good games this year from a fantasy perspective. Um, you know, so hasn't really had that breakout season yet with the injury last year and first year. Uh, first year he was a rookie, so he he didn't get as much run. Um, he doesn't get you any anything out of the backfield reception wise. Mm-hmm. He is a good runner, but he's touchdown dependent. And if he can't be on the field, then yeah, I don't, I don't see how right now yeah, he's he, anything but a bust. He's a guy that you were definitely higher on than I was. I was, uh, but I digress. You want to go right into hockey and basketball, or do you need a break? I don't need a break. Perfect. I don't either. Let's go. Let's go into hockey and basketball. I did hockey first. So, what do you have as your hockey Stanley Cup matchup, and who do you have as the Stanley Cup champs? Well, I went a little. Um, I went a little off road here. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm going the Panthers. Uh, they, they. They've already had a high scoring offensive team last year. You got a good goalie and good veteran goalie and Bob. They brought in uh, Matthew Kachuk, who's playing great for them right now. So give me the Panthers. Um, and then I know Boston's off to a hot start, and there's some teams. but And then uh, on the other side of it, I've actually got the Blues. The Blues right now are 3-0. and They had a bad year last year. I don't even think they made the playoffs. But if you recall, the year before that, they were the number one seed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's when Bennington was playing really well as a rookie. Uh, last year you had Huso taking a lot of starts, but he's gone now. He's in Detroit, so it's it's Bennington's team again. He's got him off to a three and zero start. Uh, they play good defense. They've got some scores. Uh, you know, I, Colorado is probably the team to take there until they lose. They're the team to beat. Uh, but uh, wanted to go a little uh, Southern matchup here: Panthers versus Blues. So and then I, uh, you want yeah, my champion. Uh, give me the Panthers. Why not? Florida Panthers for the title. All right. So I went a little opposite. I did go Colorado from the West. So I went chalk on that side. But on the Eastern side, I am going to go with a team that started hot and that I think can continue to do so. And that's the Pittsburgh Penguins. Yeah. So I have, good. The, I have the Avs Pens in, in, in the finals. Uh, and I have the. Uh, LTG household, especially Mrs. LTG being very excited because I have the Avs raising that cup for the first time in back a while. Back. Yes, since last year. <laughs> It'll probably right. happen. What about fantasy hockey? Oh, fantasy hockey. Uh, this one's pretty easy. I'm going chalk here. I'll be there for the what fourth year in a row. I mean, I've yeah, won three I straight. So. I I don't know if I won two straight. You won two I, straight, but I think that you might have been yeah, yeah. the year before that. Yeah. You know, I can't keep track. So many titles, so little time. And then it's going to be either against Suga or Blades. Uh, I mean, you might, you, you've got a chance to sneak in there, but you're going to have to knock off either Suga or Blades. I'm starting. I'm starting. I'm starting season zero and two. So that's a that's a good. Yeah, start. but you're scoring points. Well, yeah, I started uh, the season versus you and Suga. Yeah. <laughs> um, and. I can't make nearly as many moves as Suga. I just can't figure out. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> my finals, this is going to be a theme tonight. You're going to hear it a couple times. It's Suga. It's McCarty. Uh, in the NHL finals, I have you taken down Suga to, to win 
the top. I'll back probably beat Blades in the third place game because he, he won't set his he won't set his lineup. That's right. That's right. Be worried about next year. That's right. All right. Where did you go in the NBA? NBA uh, again. A little, a little went a little crazy here. Now I took. In the West, the Grizzlies to get in. Although they were, I checked in on tonight against Dallas, and they were down by thirty when I, I turned it on. So. They turned down like twenty-five hey, to start the game. So, but hey, it's one night. It's one night. They had a good team last year. Made a little bit of a run. We're we're another year into it. John Morant's the man, as we all know. Give me the Grizzlies, and then we're gonna we're gonna all Southeast here. They're going against the Atlanta Hawks in the NBA Finals. No. Grizzlies versus Memphis versus Atlanta. What a primetime matchup. All right. Um, I did not go anything too crazy here in the NBA. Uh, give me the Clippers versus the Celtics. Uh, oh, the Clippers stink. Um, Kawhi came off the bench to, to open the season. I found that interesting. Uh, what's more interesting, uh, real quick about Kawhi, and this may be why I put the Clippers here just so I can talk about this. How many points a game in Kawhi's career do you think he averages? Points per game career? Yeah. I'm going to say 27. He's right around 20 points per game for his career. Well, you know, he started out on those Spurs teams where he wasn't a main guy. I mean, he wasn't a main scorer. Yeah, but it, it, it blew my mind But when I when they showed the graphic on TV. I was like, what? No way. Um, so, I mean, when you compare him, though, to, like, the other superstars that, that we talk about in the league, um, his career averages are, are much lower than everyone else's. Yeah, I, uh, I would be curious to see how many of those years were him just kind of being more of a defensive focus and – yeah, San Antonio when they had those good teams because he was I, he played with Duncan in them right when he was yeah. two, but he was he was young like first couple of years of his career and then of course when he went to Toronto was when he was became a big time scorer and everything and I'm not a couple saying, years I'm a couple years with the Spurs where he scored I'm not saying he's bad or like anything like that but of course um, there's I mean any, yeah, he, well, he's averaged nineteen point two points per game he shoots forty nine percent from the field. 6.4 rebounds and 2.9 assists. Um, and, and you're right, early in this season, so in 11 was his first year, he averaged eight points per game. His second year, he averaged 12. His third year, 12 8. Then he jumped to 16 5, 21 2, 25 5, 16 2, but he only played nine games that season. Then in Toronto, he averaged 26. With the Clippers, his first season with the Clippers, he averaged 27. Then it was 24-8 last year, or two years yeah. ago in 2020. Then this year, he's only played one game and he scored 14. Yeah, so, I feel like he's only he's only been like the main guy for four or five years now. Yeah, but could you imagine any other superstar in the NBA having those? Could you imagine if LeBron had those numbers for a season? Like Right. LeBron's in his, what, 18th year, 19th year? If LeBron went on average 19 points a game this year, everyone would say that he was the worst NBA player ever to play. <laughs> well, because they'd say that. I feel like that's cool. That would be, they'd be people that would say it. They're ridiculous. <laughs> so the Lakers um, uh, Lakers look rough. I tell you what, that, that yeah, team looks I, rough. I have a question about them in uh, Kiss or Kick. 
Anyways, okay. I, have the, I have the Celtics beating the Clippers in the finals. Uh, fantasy Celtics, side, Celtics look good when you can look when you can bring Brogdon off the bench as a sixth man. They're going to be dangerous. I mean, they're yeah. just going to be tough to beat. And, and Brogdon's doing it willingly too, so good for him. And of course, in the NBA, I wasn't lying. I have you and Suga in the finals. I have Suga beating you in the finals of the NBA. Okay, a little different. I've got Suga in there, but I've got you in there uh, against Suga. So, and I, I can't not take Suga. I mean, yeah, he, he, you can't not take him until he loses. Yeah. But so yeah, all right. All right, let's let's do kiss or kick NHL NBA style. Then we can get out of here, and I'm only going to be about five minutes later than I wanted. So this is perfect. Perfect. All right, go ahead. We'll go ping pong three, three, two, two, one, one. All right. Uh, kiss or kick. Is it Banchero? Is that how you say mm-hmm. his name? Uh, runs away with Rookie of the Year. Okay. If, if Game One was any indication, yes, yeah, he played very well. Um, he looks good. Ivy, yeah. the Ivy guy from Detroit, looks decent. Yeah, yeah. Um, a couple guys, but yeah, he, Banchero looks like the real deal. I, I think Banchero is going to do it consistently throughout the whole season. Though. I think these other guys might have you know a month or two stretch where, where they play really well, but I don't know if any of the other ones will do it over the whole season like I believe Ben will. It, it helps certainly that Chet Holmgren there is out for the year, but yeah, Ben, yeah. ben Chero looks good. All right, kiss or kick, NHL video games being better than NBA video games. Oh, man. Wait a second. Wait a second. I really have to break this one down. Um, like all time or right mm-hmm. currently? However you want to do it, all time, currently, whatever you want to do. NHL being better. Oh my goodness. This, there's a lot going on here. I'm going to mm, I'm I tell you what. I'm gonna kick it, but it's close. Uh that surprises I think, me. I think back to my you know, like playing NHL that when I used to live next to LTG and we would have our, that one year they had the Olympic hockey in there. We do our Olympic hockey run. That was, those were some great times when Xbox first came out, the, like the original, the first Xbox and mm-hmm. the first game I had on it, other than the one that came with it, which I think was Max Payne or something, um, which great game in and of itself, but the hockey game on the Xbox, uh, was amazing there was like you know cut scenes when a goalie would make a save and and it just it was a different level of course part of that was just being that new system we hadn't yeah, had something like like the xbox or whatever that was when i guess ps playstation 2 maybe two, yeah, was, two, yeah. you know so they were uh, competing and all that uh so it's been some great hockey games it's gotten a little bit stale over the years i think kind of like all the games to be honest like Every year of FIFA just seems like updated rosters and some tweaks here and there. Every year of NHL is – they say they change the gameplay, but it kind of they seems don't. the same. It's, it's minimal. But the Dreamcast, there used to be this NBA game on the Dreamcast. Uh, still one of my favorite NBA games ever to play. And then, of course, you had the NBA Live games. NBA Live um, was amazing. I loved NBA Live. NBA Live was awesome. Uh, so I just I feel like I've I put a lot more run into things like NBA Live. Even now, currently, I'll do I've still got NBA. I'm, I play NBA 2K21, um, and you can go online and just like I'm playing a season on 2K21 right now with the rosters from 2023 because you go on, on mm-hmm. online and download the rosters so you don't have to go buy a whole new game. Um, 
Now I did. I am playing NHL 23 as well right now, though, and that's been fun. I create. You can create a whole team. You create the whole stadium. Um, what the you pick out what the seats look like. Uh, what the um, the intro music for the team. That's awesome. What type of um, fireworks go off if they score a goal? You pick their goal song. It's pretty incredible the amount of. But at the end of the day, um, I just when I was really playing them when I was younger, and you know my high school and then early 20s mid 20s um nba certainly got a lot more run for me between 2k and live yeah i'll be i'll be quite honest if you're talking peak video game years for me i would take the basketball games as well because nba live nba jam um a couple of those games i mean blades of steel was great on your own but um live and, and jam were i played a lot more and they got a lot more run as I got older, though, I believe I got more into NHL games. And I'll be honest, the reason I think that I like the NHL games more is because NHL and FIFA are very close. Yeah. The controls are very similar. The way you play the game is very similar. And I'm very good at FIFA. Therefore, I'm pretty good at the hockey game as well. Um, so that might be why I lean the NHL game at this point. And I'm not a huge 2K guy. Like, I play 2K. My son loves it like because that's all he knows. But being an NBA live guy back when live was out and then even when 2K came out and they battled back and forth, I was still a live guy. And since there's been 2K, I've leaned the hockey game for sure. But I, I was just curious to see which way you'd go there. All right, what's your number two? Ben Simmons, I know we're only two games in, but he's playing 30 minutes a night and averaging five points per game in real life basketball, which equals out to, I think he's got, he's 29 fantasy points per game. Kiss or kick him ending the season over 50 points per game fantasy. No. I kick it. He might he might get to 40. Yeah, and he's never scored below 50 in his career, but he's I, I mean I'll be quite honest, I don't think he wants to play. He's going like two for four, three for six his first two games. He's he doesn't shoot. He's, plays, he's. We know he plays defense and he gets some rebounds, but he is Kyrie Irving. Only he doesn't score. You know, like Kyrie's never sure if he wants to play or not. But Kyrie plays offense, not defense. Ben Simmons is the defense of Kyrie Irving. Not, not sure if he really wants to play. He will play defense, which is weird because defense <laughs> is all heart hustle, or offense some- is just skill. And somehow these guys are on the same team. You've got they two guys that you're not sure if they're going to play tonight. All right. Kiss or kick your Lakers blowing it up by the trade deadline? Mm. And by, and I mean, by blowing it up, I mean two of the three of those big names, not great players, but two of those, two of the three big names are out of there. So Davis, Westbrook, LeBron. Okay. I'll kiss that. Um, yeah, I don't think it's the NBA. So at the trade deadline, they're going to be within at the even if they're terrible, they're probably within five six games and thinking in their minds they have a shot to make the playoffs. I think Westbrook is a, a foregone conclusion. They'll move if they can get somebody to take them, and it doesn't depending on what type of the, the cap hit and everything. You know, I don't know all the implications they had, there. They had a chance to trade Westbrook and pass it up. Well, they should have, and then I think Davis is gone. I don't 
I, I think they will move Davis, especially if they're out of the playoff race, which or at least not looking good. The only one is that they is LeBron, unless they're going to trade him to it, because I'm sure he has a no trade clause. Uh, so they're not going to be able to trade him to a lower level team. Not that a lower level team is probably looking for LeBron at this point. Um, I think the only way he'd agree to a trade, I think there's two teams he'd be willing to go to. But I, I, I think Cleveland that's going to. Miami, by the way, are the two teams that he'd be willing to go to? Back to one of them. Well, he's going to, and I think he's going to have to. I don't see the Lakers organization. Hey, Brown, we're looking to trade you. I think Brown's going to have to bring that up. Um, but he hasn't, you know, I, he seems content in L.A., uh, but we'll see. I, I think one way or the other, though, yes, they end up blowing up because I just don't think they don't have enough supporting cast to get it done in the West, and they don't have assets to trade to be able to put them around. Um, because if you're not going to trade LeBron or Anthony Davis, you've got nobody else to bring another big star in. Yeah, um, and you've traded and you've traded away a lot of your picks over the years. So, yeah, I can't I can't find the trade details on, on the trade that Westbrook was potentially in, and then the Lakers pulled out of it. It, it wasn't for like huge names or anything, but it was a way to get they're, Russell they're, Westbrook out and get back a couple of players that can help you. Like one of them was a three point shooter, one of them was a guy that can rebound and score. Their their best bet is that Westbrook comes out, looks really good, and they can move him to a contender. Uh, you know, but even in that sense, you're not going to get if you move one of these players to a contender, they're not giving you great win now guys back. So either way, I, I just don't see it being a good year for LA. Uh, what was your next one? All right. My last one I went hockey here. McDavid and Brady Kachuk have the same amount of fantasy points deep into the season. <laughs> one, one is $11. One is $121. Kiss or kick Brady being the more valuable asset. Uh, oh my! Oh, he loves it. I love what? it. <laughs> just trying to, just trying to really get you pumped up here. I'm saying you're winning championships, finishing second in another league. Brady's better than Connor. Um, so, McDavid for Brady. Is that what you're saying? Oh my. Actually, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. I, I think when you when you look at every, everything that factors into there, when it comes to salary and age, and I mean, there's close in age, but I think because I'd when you look at I'd everything, have, I'd have to trade, you know, other players away to to get that cat yeah. back, and that's where I that's where I would lose the deal. If you obviously if you told me McDavid and Brady Kachuk were both eleven, then. Uh, yes, kind of. I wouldn't trade David though, ever. Right. I won't trade him anyways. I know you won't. It's ridiculous. You could be a contender. You're like the, you're like the Lakers. You need to trade your big gun away to bring in some more depth and go win you a title, baby. (laughs) All right. You want Jack Eichel? Uh, No, I don't. All right. Kiss or kick the Sabres making the playoffs in 2022, 2023, or 23, 24. Let's go. They're going to be in this year, but if not this year, then I like that you Definitely gave next. me an extra, gave me an extra year. Uh, look, they can sneak. I don't. They're going to have to sneak into like a seven or an eight seed. 
but I think it's possible. It's it's funny, like we see this with all all the teams, and they keep you you acquire young talent. You're, you acquire young talent. You're terrible. You're terrible. You're terrible. And then at some point, usually, it clicks a little bit, and mm-hmm. you and you just never know if all of a sudden they're a they roll, they're a five, six seed. The young guys are playing good. And all of a sudden Buffalo's looked at as one of the best young teams in the league. You just never know when it's going to happen. And it may not actually happen, uh, but it's possible. Well, yeah, I mean, right now when you're looking at the projections over the next few years, they're a top 10 team. Of course, those don't mean anything, but they are projected to be a top 10 team over the next couple of years or within the next three years. So, yeah, I mean, they have plenty of talent. Um, it's an exciting time here in Buffalo, although this week is stupid because the Bills don't play, so I don't even much care. And I guess it doesn't matter because I'll be, you know, in a swimming pool doing a lifeguard training during football for most of the day tomorrow. So. Yeah, <laughs> Sounds awesome. Yeah. Sounds that's, awesome. That's probably why the energy isn't there for me tonight because I'm looking about as much forward to this – training tomorrow as I am a dentist appointment where I am getting teeth pulled. So, <laughs> All right. All right, folks. Uh, well, you got any nostalgic stories? Yeah, me either. <laughs> no, I'll have one shortly here when we get up here and we go out and we just dominate on co-op baseball, but in, then I'll, I'll give that next week All right. when I'm done with us. Right. So, so maybe tomorrow evening we can do some co-op baseball. That way you can have a story for next <laughs> Uh, all right it's been fun we went uh, we went about 75 minutes we started a, a few minutes late so uh, not bad no it, it, not too bad at all i can still get to sleep and get close to eight hours of sleep actually if i if i get to sleep in the next 20 minutes which won't happen but, all right i'll uh, get you some right. rest well it's been fun this week guys we'll be back maybe next week maybe not who knows i don't know mccarty doesn't who knows know. we'll who cares yeah i mean i don't even know if anyone still listens to the show ltg doesn't even tell us we listen to the show anymore we sure we yeah. sure as i can't get him on the show so yeah like i guess like i said i stopped listening about episode 14 so i don't listen back you know uh, nobody <laughs> I, I i listened i think i told you i listened to a couple episodes uh one on the way down the road one on the way back and then I re-listened. I was re-listening back to our baseball prediction show the other day, but I didn't actually get to the part I wanted to hear because I didn't get to the playoffs. Um, I, I had Yankees to, Dodgers, so you know. Yeah, I can't that. remember who I had in, in the World Series. Uh, probably two teams that aren't in it still, so it's fun. All right. Probably. Until next time, it's been real. It's been fun. We'll talk to you later. Later. Thank you for listening to Sports Fantasies with Miller and McCarty. And be sure to catch future shows wherever you stream. Bye-bye now.